When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Going is he Kempi for breakfast on SENZ? Kempi's been given a one-match ban. He ain't here today, Kempi. <laughs> Hope you're doing all right. No doubt the app will be on because we all know Kempi. He don't sleep. What a sleep for Tony Kim. Hope you're doing all right, brother. A well-deserved rest and full pocket skill all for our good friend Tony Kemp, who, well, <sighs> didgeridooed his way to the finish line yesterday. Well done. Big good morning to you, Rick Dog. Keys in the kitchen. Aroha. How you doing, Rick? Why, well, yeah, good, mate. Good. As if you go to our Instagram feed and uh, look up mm. our Instagram feed and you see the video for this morning, I don't know if he's been given a one-match suspension or if it's HIA oh. protocols because the way he's acting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that- Oh, Kempi, go have a look at it. What's he doing? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with our good friend Kempi? Oh, uh, my. Has he turned into a horse? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, mate. Something like that. Man, I, and by how good How good for him. Uh, Did getting up yesterday. I've got one beef, though, is he? One beef. Yeah, same. I've had enough. Yeah. What have you got? <laughs> I've got this. I said to him yesterday, he was talking about his horse. Got one, got one. New runner, new runner, new runner. I was like, oh, yeah. Loaded up my account, jumped on, it's going to place the bet. He goes, oh, don't back it. It won't win. I was like, what do you mean? Oh. He goes, oh, it's, it's never had the blinkers off before, so no, I wouldn't back it. And he stared me into the, the nag that ran fourth instead. So there you go. Thanks, Kempy. Thanks, Uncle. What does he do as soon you as it wins? I told you so. <laughs> yeah. I told you all to get on, mate. How good's that? Mate, How good's that, is he? The, I got on. Oh, my gosh. He's the worst tipster. Like, he he talked me out of it, and I watched it. I was like, man, this is a grey horse. I like grey horses. And, and obviously, it got into a good spot. Out of space. No chance. No chance. And it came forth, and, oh, wasn't even close. It was right at the back. I don't know what McNabb was up to. But anyway... Uh, didgeridoo, Mr. Didgeridoo just dooed them right to the end and uh, fought off a valiant effort from the late uh, running late, but mate, got a second wind like our good man Tony Kemp and back to, and the worst thing is, Joe from Gizzy was hounding me all day. He's like, bro, 
Are we backing it? Are we backing it? Are we backing it? Well, Mr. Kemp said to you and myself, nah, nah, don't back it. Go Lazio. Go Lazio and race four, he reckons. Well, that came second, Tony. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I think there's a lesson to be learned there about Kempe's, Kempe's uh, tips. <laughs> Only one that got paid out of this is Tony Kemp. Yeah, exactly. Man, he's had a good couple of weeks. Oh. Al Sherrick. Oh, so good. Mate, going so First well. thing he says to me, got me a new truck, Dagger. <laughs> Dad just got me a new car. There you go. That's my station wagon there, Dagger. <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, well done. Well done. There he is. He's awake. Did you do dabba dabba do from the one lonely Tony Kemp? Tony Go to sleep, Uncle. Tony Flintstone by the sounds of that. Jeez. Oh. Mr. Tony Kemp. I hope you're having a good morning, brother. We've got a big show, though. We're going to be talking uh, plenty of sport. We're going to talk the French Open because it's happening right now. The women's semi-final in the Schwatek is uh, going to go close to heading into that French Tennis Open final. And uh, we're going to have a chat to Brett Phillips from across the ditch about that, taking on Brazilian Habdad Maia in the semi-final and Muchova. I'll just advance straight through to the final over Sabalenka. So a big upset there. We'll be talking that. We'll be also talking the men's tennis as well. We've got Kasper Ruud taking on Alexander Zverev, uh, Zverev sorry, and Alcaraz taking, on, Alcaraz taking on Djokovic. So there's plenty of big games coming up. A couple of tongue twisters anyway for me to get me started on a, on a Friday morning. So tennis, we're also going to be having uh, talking more than an athlete with Michael Uting. And uh, a big story there. I was just doing a little bit of reading this morning. He's had his own uh, health scares as well, mm. Ricardo. He's a former All-Whites goalkeeper, uh, and he's giving back in the community. We want to share that, that story with you this morning. So looking forward to that around 7.40. And after 8, we're going to be talking some Super Rugby with Josh Ryan. Here's the Chiefs prop. They take on the Reds. Uh, the only team to upset the Chiefs this year at home saw in Taranaki that game was played. And uh, so, look. Is it going to be the Shuang Shong for Brad Thorne and his crew? Well, they'll be doing their best to, to upset the Chiefs here, Rick Dog. So a big show. Big show, mate. What are you actually on Brad Thorne? Because obviously, you know, the things haven't... He started well, I thought, at the at the Reds, but things haven't probably gone to plan for him as well as he'd like. And because he's kind of over, over there, if you're a former All Black and you're not immediately winning everything, you're straight away under, under the microscope, right, as a coach... What do you reckon he does next? What's his What's his next move? Is he going to stay in coaching? Do you think? Nah, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I, I played with Brad, and I I, um, I never thought he'd he'd be. A, he's a wonderful motivator. Like that's what you get from Brad. He's pretty staunch. He'll be tough on on the team. He'll have great standards. Uh, people won't want to let him down, but just because he's just got that, you know, that feel about him. He's tough. He's uncompromising. Um, so it'll be interesting if he stays in the coaching realm. Look, he played a lot of league too, Ricardo. You mm. know that, and uh, he did a fantastic job there. Could potentially see him maybe just dipping his toes in the water there, and and maybe heading back to to league a game that he played from the start and picked up rugby later. I can potentially see him going back there and and having a dabble in it. If not, then off offshore, probably overseas will probably suit him um, to have a crack overseas. So what do you reckon, league? League could be a well, potential. You, as soon as you said that, I thought, "Hang on, you know, all these big nations—the Irish, the English, uh, the Aussies, the, even the Argies—they've all got leagueies coaching their D." 
Yeah. So did Brad Thorne pick up a gig with, I don't know, South Africa as defence coach or, or France or someone like that? Or is it something, I, you know, I think Razor's backroom staff sorted, so I don't know if there's any room back here, but... Yeah, look, that, that could be a possibility. I never thought of it from that point of view, but overseas, yeah, you're dead right, because all the league backgrounds, um, you've got Sean, Sean Edwards over in overseas, you got Andy Farrell, you know, obviously a real league influence. There's plenty of league that is going around in regards to D, but just the only possibility, like Paul Tito spoke about yesterday, it all comes from opportunities and, and you know, doors opening opening up for these people to fill those roles. Is there any around the globe? I'm trying to think Scotland. Is there a possibility for him to go to Scotland? Um, Japan, you know, head over to Japan. Is there a vacant role there? Like, if you're going to have that, is there an opportunity over there? It's, I think all the rosters will be full, but hey, World Cup cycle, things open up. So anything could happen. Oh, there's plenty of jobs over here at super rugby level as well. <laughs> if he wants one, there's plenty of those wants to come home. If the Aussies don't want him, we'll have him, we'll have him back, mate. Um, so there's the re- only one more. There's only one more. The Blues. The Blues. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. A good question. Mm. Vern mm. Cotter is the front runner. You think? I'd say so. I'd say Vern Cotter's leading the run at the moment. But hey, Brad Thorne throws his head in the ring. See what happens. See what happens. Yeah, that that'll be interesting, mate. That'd be interesting. Uh, did you manage to get, catch any of the league last night? I just had a catch up this morning. Um, I've I've been watching a new show. It's not even new at the moment, but mm. I've just found a, my wife's already watched it. It's called The Last Kingdom. And it's um it's on Netflix, so I started binging that till about eleven o'clock, and eleven o'clock for me is late. That is late, so I was dagger. Like, oh no, I need to go to sleep here. So I t- switched the uh, TV off, went to sleep. And I woke up this morning and I went on and I just uh, checked out the game and watched uh, a few of the highlights and just got a real good uh, recap of what went on. Obviously, the Gold Coast Titans were were too good in the end. Um, the front ball, the front ball worked an absolute treat last night. A couple of good tries from from those front runners who traditionally get missed, don't they, mm. Ricardo? Like when the ball goes behind, you usually like they're just an easy s- switch off and move off that front defender. But they worked it really well last night, Gold Coast, and got some rewards. But I guess the big talking point is up at Curacao suffers yeah. a broken jaw potentially. Oh, not even repercussions for that. Yeah, not even potentially. Tim Sheens has confirmed he's needed surgery and it's broken in two places. So he's he's done for Origin, right? He's he's out minimum six Mm. weeks, possibly longer. You'd you'd have to think. Uh, So that brings into question. You know, Damien Cook does he get a reprieve? Is he they call him back in to New South Wales because they're going to need a hooker? I think so. I think that's uh, that. There was a conversation we're having. About Monday, I think it was, mm. we were talking about Damien Cook with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He's been playing well. He's been there before. Api Curacao being injured, I think that makes that decision a whole lot easier for for Brady Fittler. So he'll seem, seem seamlessly into there and, and have a crack at, at the nine position and then just kind of got to figure out the seven debacle that's going on. Or well, is it debacle? For me, it's just an easy switch, isn't it? Nico Hines and Adam Reynolds. Yeah, that, that's what I'd be doing. That's what I'd be doing. I mean, but you know, I mean, if Freddie's all about this uh, having combos, then it's Reynolds and seven, isn't it? It's Reynolds and seven. I know Cody Walker's injured, so that might not work. But you know, you, you probably need somebody at six. Can Reynolds and Hines play together in the halves, or do you need something else? I'd like. I, I can see him. I can see. Oh, look, I like Luai because he's he brings unpredictability to his game. But they, um, I think they need like a little bit more structure. 
going to Suncorp. And saying that, structure and, and just being safe probably isn't going to win it there. You've got to go there and and really rattle this Queensland side at Suncorp. They can't. They never win there. So that's a difficult task. So you've got to think differently. And I think the Nico Hines, Adam Reynolds, two different halves going to Suncorp with, you know, they never felt defeat in the first game. So they were fresh. They know that they love their state. So go there and try it. And what I love about it is you've got two genuine playmakers and two genuine kicking options on either side of the ruck. So you know how traditionally they target the one seven. Yep. Well, now you've got two. So when those chasers have to chase and they've got to um, focus on two kickers, well, it just creates options around them. So that, that's something I really like about that. Yeah. Split that the chase around the ruck. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's, it's not the worst call. i tell you the other thing that come out of that is that uh, Big Tino, who was such a big part of that uh, Queensland winning effort, first game has been put on report for, uh, for Appy's broken jaw. Oh. <laughs> There's plenty going on. He scored a beautiful try last night. That was an amazing front ball line that he ran. But, um, oh, mate, how long are we away? 17th of June, isn't it? Yeah. The next one? Seven oh, minutes. well, we're, we're not too far. They've already got injuries as well with um, Jai Arrow and Co. So he's gonna probably going to... I never saw the shot. Was it quite nasty? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was. He kind of led with a elbow forearm kind of thing. And, uh, mm. yeah, those are – it's a weird one. I mean, like, because last weekend we saw uh, Sui Ali get suspended for three weeks uh, for ra- raising his legs too high when he was running. Mm. And I remember uh, Conrad Hurrell getting done for that against Cronulla a few years back. I don't know, and I always thought it was weird. I was like, how can you suspend a guy for pumping his legs too hard? Yeah, it's, it's a via for feeder. He used to do it quite – Quite a lot in Super Rugby and playing for the Wellington Lions. I remember that day he jumped over one of the county's Monaco players. <laughs> he's, he's an athlete, but yeah, it's a, it's a it's an interesting one, eh? Hey, hey, Ricardo, like we like this is the things happen really quick out on the sports field, and you know when you're going into something that's a a brick shit house. Let's be completely honest. Yeah. You're like, okay, I've got a brace here. So what are you going to use? You're going to use all your 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 hardest and, and most. Um, you know, strongest parts of your body. So, look, uh, 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 is it intentional? Do you think most of those things are intentional? Yeah. I know when they're going up, they put their elbow up. That's just a really brace. When you run into a tackle, you put your legs up because that's a brace position. It's a bit like the high ball. When we got talked to catch the high ball, Rick, your knee is your biggest weapon. Mm. If someone runs into your knee, they ain't going to jump again. So why not utilise it? It's probably the same as with rugby, but I guess we're trying to focus on the safety of the game. But, hey, <laughs> I think we sweat a lot of the small stuff, <laughs> hey, don't we? But that is, that is small. He ain't doing it intentionally. No, he's not doing it intentionally. And I think, you know, the other th- – I, I, I put it on the other side. I put this on the tackler, you know. If you were Suyali, you're trying not to be tackled, right? You're pumping your legs, you're going hard. You want to make that look as ugly to the tackler as possible. Don't put your head here, mate. Don't put your head yeah. here, you know. So that's on that's on the tackler, I think. I, th- I think it's yeah, it's hundred percent. I think it's the the height of that knee too. Like Suwali, he's a big man. He's got long limbs. He he can move his arms and move his legs. But I guess when you're going into that tackle, it's the I think it's the way that you're going to lift that knee. So most bunters they keep their legs on the ground and they lower their shoulders and they get gravity. So you're trying to bump them down into the ground. I guess for him, the only downside to what he's doing is he's lifting his knee quite far off the ground, and it's so obvious to see. 
and I think that's where the that's leading him down. So I think if he wants, if it's the way that the NRL and rugby's gone, it's just a technical adjustment that he has to change within his game. Yeah, we'll keep you. Um, we'll keep talking about that throughout the morning. We'll get a few yeah. few a uh, few conversations going around that. We we do need to address a couple of things, Izzy. Uh, one of those is footy shirt footy shirt Friday. Kes is wearing his AC Milan shirt. I've got my uh, my Auckland City jersey on. Uh, what 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 are you wearing this morning? What's your footy shirt um, this morning? What have I got? What have I got? What have I got? I've footy got shirt a, Friday. Um, Bringing it back. I've got a I've been a, I've got a grey one. Um, <laughs> nah, boys. You know I know what? Right. My shirts don't fit. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Well, mate, my I, shirts I, don't fit. I feel your pain. You know, I, I have a drawer with about a hundred football shirts in it, and there's only about mm. five that still fit. To be fair. Yeah. Look, I've I've got nothing that fits, man. Honestly, look, it's given me motivation, but um, I don't have a. I've got. Look, I can go. I'll go again. I'll go inside and get my Kansas City Chiefs um Super Bowl, uh, winning title shirt, eh? Yeah, well, there you go. That's that's your, that, that that's footy. That's footy. That's your, that's your okay. footy shirt Friday. I agree with this. Let let us know what you're wearing. Double eight double three is the temper bedpost text machine. What do you got on for footy shirt Friday today? The other thing we need to do is this. Can't wait. Question of the day. Heading into the weekend, big weekend for Super Rugby with the quarterfinals on, and it's always a good uh, time to have a punt as well. Uh, is it which New Zealand Super Rugby side is anchoring your multi this weekend? Who's not falling over? Uh, guaranteed. Chiefs, Chiefs Crusaders. They are they are not falling. So if you want to anchor, definitely Chiefs. Yep. And obviously the Crusaders. Wow, if they go on and get this uh, championship run done, it might go down as one of the greatest. They've had another injury with Sam Wallocks out. Oh, that ain't helping the cause. They've got props that, um, you know, they're going to have to play 60 or 70 minutes, Oli Yeager and Tamaiti Williams. But, um, yeah, I think they'll be the two two cements for the weekend's games. I think the Blues will be t- too good for the Waratahs. The one question mark, the one question mark I have is the Hurricanes going to Canberra to take on the Brumbies. That is the one that I'm just a little bit unsure yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a tough game. It's probably the closest game of the weekend. But let us know which one is anchoring uh, your multi for this weekend. Double eight, double three is the temper bedpost text machine. That is our can't wait question of the day. A few texts through already. Uh, Kempi's kick is already down the drain. Out, out of force. Fourth, Lazio second. Uh, gone burger, <laughs> gone burger. Uh, My leg came through. Belladonna, Belladonna Lily came first in race two. And Cam, the, sorry, mate. Kempi's. Come back to us saying, I'm just keeping the price up, your mugs. <laughs> so basically, it says don't trust anything he ever tells you about his horses. Uh, and Timmy's let us know the 21st is the next origin. So 21st, not the 17th. So still good. Yep. Yeah, but two, two weeks away. Two weeks away on that one. This is Izzy and Kempy for breakfast at 6.21. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.